0: we are back welcome back to the on deck circle podcast brought to you by the fantasy six pack i am one of your i'm your only handsome host nick zanaboni you can find me at nzanaboni 93 on twitter And that's really all that matters for me on social media, because Instagram is kind of boring. It's just my girlfriend and my dog. Unless you want to see those, you can let me know. Anyway, boy, today was the first cold day here in Boston. I'm keeping my hat on because I do not want to pay for heat yet. I'm a cheap bastard, but that's fine with me. So, I would like my man Jason to come on in. Jason, are you also on a heat strike in your home?
1: unfortunately i'm not um got two kids but actually we've had a couple of days we've had snow here in chicago already really um yeah nothing accumulating but yeah we've definitely had periods of um flurries. more than flurries um you know it, it, i think on saturday just the other day it uh it rained or i'm sorry it snowed uh, quite a bit i mean obviously it got warm and sunny and then rain uh melted but yeah, it's been cold here for about a couple of weeks now, so I've had the heat on, unfortunately. Because um, like you, I, too, am a penny pincher, and uh,
0: yeah. it's just I prefer to have
1: ridiculous. it off. What? I prefer to have the heat off, but yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's, on, I, have, it's on. I have
0: one of those like electric fireplaces on my TV stand, and like that gives off some heat. And I live in a small enough apartment where I can touch like all my walls at once. And <laughs> so it kind of lets off to me, but my girlfriend's fighting me on it. She wants right. the on. She's blaming the dog. The dog <laughs> hey, I, I, yeah, I sweater. got kids. I
1: got kids. So, of course, you know, got to keep them down.
0: But um, like when I was and at my parents' house, they would literally just, be like, just throw on a sweatshirt. You'll be fine. <laughs> the old Italian in me, I guess.
1: Yeah, when they get older, I'll do that to them.
0: I, Dave's definitely like a don't touch the thermostat dad.
1: Oh, that, I'm definitely that dad. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. If I find it that it's been moved to one degree, it's over. I'm going on a rampage, running around the house. Don't touch my thermostat.
0: That's fantastic. <laughs> if, if we're being 100% honest, I don't know where the fuck my thermostat is. <laughs> my last apartment was in Rhode, Rhode Island, and that was my last winter, but I haven't been here for a winter yet. No, okay. So we'll find out. Parking's going to be sick, too, because I'm literally in the fucking city. Oh, so that's, that'll be fun. Yeah, can't wait. All right, my question for you, Jason. It kind of has to do with the weather. In case you couldn't guess, that was going to happen. What is your favorite, like your optimal weather day? Like, like I guess you would just be like seventy-five and sunny. But like, well,
1: not necessarily. I mean, I kind of like I like the fall. I like it when it's like Christmas in the sixties. Middle sixties where it's like sunny out. You can wear like a hoodie and like a t- uh, some shorts or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like hoodie hoodie seasons. You're.
1: Yeah, but you still rock some shorts, you know, with the sun shining. It's warm. Yeah, yeah. I'd that's ideal.
0: There's something about like a nice rainy day where like you can not do a damn thing. I don't like days that have expectations. I
1: agree.
0: <laughs> if you wake up and like your wife or my girlfriend. Is just like, all right, like we, we, we got to do this, do that and the other. But then there's a day where it's raining, and you're like, I'm not doing a thing. I'm going to yep. sit here on my ass. Maybe a fall day you throw some college football on, things like that.
1: I, I, I like that, too. I like that answer.
0: I think Dave's going to say we're going <laughs> on too long. So I'm going to have Dave come. Oh, also, guys, Dave's fucking back. I like got fucking- him back. Oh, Ooh, I, I don't, I don't I,
2: uh, I'm partially back. You can't see my face. Heyo!
0: Oh, there he is. Your bald hair. What's good. up, bitches?
1: What's back? up? Back, back
2: again.
0: Yeah. I'm back, and I'm still hatless. Yeah, but whatever. we we really get you like a visor. You strike me as like a visor,
1: <laughs> like, like a, a golf visor.
0: Coach, uh, Coach Dave, like John Gruden. Okay.
2: Ooh, boy. like visor. Oh man. Okay. You want to read my
0: emails? (laughs) And you'd be the only emails that come out. All right, sorry. All right, Dave. My question for you, because you've been gone for so long. I know, and you turned into a fucking hipster. If 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 we're being honest here, Dave, I've always been a hipster. Oh, (laughs) that's fair.
2: That's fair. That's good.
0: I I've got cardigans in the closet. I got vinyl records that I don't listen to. I'm just I'm I'm Brooklyn without the Brooklyn. Gotcha. I guess Southie's the South. more like more like Brooklyn. Yes, I am broke. Exactly.
2: <laughs> All right. What's your question? It's been I don't know how long since you've asked me uh, a terrible question. so I can't. So wait.
0: this this has to do with a with a tweet you've recently sent.
2: Oh Christ! Oh, but okay.
0: It's about the Lions. Oh great! So, you're. We're assuming they get the first pick.
2: <laughs> yep, yeah, they're getting the first pick.
0: They can't pick a quarterback. I mean,
2: they can. They should. They, Would you they well, trade in a perfect world, they in a perfect world picks. they should. But there isn't. There is not going to be one worthy of yeah. of said pick.
0: Would you rather trade down and get more future things? Yes. And then maybe pick Corral at six or something for someone that really wants to. Oregon. I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry, Thibodeau. Thibodeau.
2: I mean, listen. I would love Thibodeau. Um, just because you know they haven't had an elite pass rusher in a long time, and I, you know, I, the games are won and lost. You know, to me in the trenches, in the trenches. and they've got a they've got a great offensive line. Oh, uh, not not too. not currently healthy. Um, fully healthy. It's a little bit better now, but um, not fully healthy. When healthy, that is at bare minimum, a top 10 offensive line, um, yeah. maybe a top five offensive line, you know, getting pressure on the quarterback, mass, a, a ton of things. Um, so I would love, you know, Thibodeau. But if you're giving me the choice of, you know, Thibodeau or a quarterback, I, I wish that there was somebody that, that you He's know, a cor- yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, good God, man, like last year was, was perfect. You know, we had four guys yeah. that all could have gone, you know, number one. Um, theoretically, the or best
0: one of that so far? Uh,
2: so far, it's Mac Jones. I would say Mac Jones <laughs> probably. Yes. Mac Jones is. is Let's go. Is <laughs> but I mean, Trevor Lawrence is the guy
0: you want. Oh you yes. But,
2: but in reality, if any of those four guys were in this draft, that would be the guy that the Lions would take at, at one. Yes, uh, I it, completely agree. It's just you know, it's just very unfortunate for them that it's going to turn out that this is going to be one of those few years where there is no quarterback available at the mm. top pick. Um, but if, I, if they weren't going to get a quarterback and they were to stay at that pick the next best thing in my opinion were to be to get an elite edge rusher yeah so at least that is available to them in yeah. a perfect world yes they would trade back to i don't know whatever I, you know I, it's it's hard to say now but you know they trade back to four five six or something like that mm-hmm. take whoever they feel was the, the and top just very very well the guy from Cincinnati i guess would be my pick at the moment and then You know, I don't know what you get on top of that, but you probably get a, you know, what, a first next year, maybe an additional first this year um, and and some change. But you're not going to win without a QB in that league. So I don't care if literally, I don't, you know, literally Miles Garrett could be available in this draft. And I still would rather have a quarterback. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. You could give me any current defensive player in the NFL, and I still would rather have the chance to take Trevor Lawrence, you know? Yes. Uh, even okay. know, even seeing what he's done so
0: far yeah. um, this year, so yeah. So, did I do a good job with the questions?
2: Yes, you actually yeah. asked me a non-stupid question this week, so I appreciate <clears> that. You <clears> always <throat> ask me <throat> things. No, listen, let, let me be fair. You always ask good questions. They just are bad questions. Don't pertain me. to you. Yeah, yeah, they're bad questions for me personally because apparently my knowledge is very tunneled i don't it's not wide ranging it's very it's very small window fair enough so let's get into a little perfect draft what do you say
0: all right i gotta get my list out
2: (laughs) what this is almost this this to me is almost a top of the head kind of thing but
0: um no i'm always ready
2: (laughs) so here's what i'm gonna say um I'm going to go, I'm going to take the first pick this time. Um, I was
1: going to, yeah, I was just going to say you should take it.
2: Because I have not had the first pick yet. And um, yeah, and I can just do that kind of shit, I guess. So uh, what we're going to do here is, um, you know, I'm a Tigers fan. Jason is a Cubs fan and Nick is a Red Sox fan. Shouldn't be, you know, news to anyone there. And so (laughs) what we're going to do is we're going to go, what, three rounds? I think we're going to do. And we're going to go go with um, free agents that we would like for our team to sign. So I I suppose if you're not a Detroit, uh, Chicago, or Boston fan, this is not going to be super exciting for you. But that's what we're going to do anyways. So, oh, we got some comments. Hold on a second.
0: Oh, God.
2: Oh, okay. Well, this is turning into... Let's just turn it into a a football uh, thing. Do you think uh, Alvin Kamara plays? (laughs) Oh my man! My man! I thought I didn't realize this was baseball. Yes, Um, Kamara. I don't know if Alvin Kamara is going to play, but if he does,
0: you heard it here first.
2: I don't really like um, that QB situation anymore. So, even though Kamara is is, as lead as it comes. Maybe maybe shy away for better options. But I haven't looked at matchups or anything this week, so I don't even know who the Saints play, honestly. But um I'm sorry, Matt. You got That's you got the right. wrong you got the wrong yeah. show right now. But come um,
1: back on Thursday. Come back on Thursday. <laughs> Joe Avery. Right.
2: So let's go. Free agents that we want our teams to sign. Um, I guess it doesn't have to be realistic if you don't want it to, but I'm gonna try to keep mine I'm realistic. Really realistic. And, yeah, me too. I, I I'm gonna make them realistic and relevant. So, I
0: obviously,
2: <laughs> Tiger's already signed Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, He would not have been my number one pick, but he would have been probably my number two theoretically because um the guy I'm going to go with is a shortstop. And ideally, I could just go, well, this shortstop. And if they don't get him, this shortstop. And if they don't get him, this shortstop. but I'm not going to play that game. Um, I'm going to take the, the number one pick. I'm going to say Carlos Correa. Uh, I think that's dead obvious. I don't think that that's a big surprise. Is that going to um, happen? I don't know. I think it's going to happen.
0: No, um, but like, there's a lot of steam there, and I don't understand why.
2: Well, I mean, AJ Hinch came from the Astros. Okay, um, that makes sense. So him and um, Correa are pretty are pretty tight. Um, Tigers they desperately need a, a shortstop. Um, Tigers, believe it or not, have plenty of money to spend mm-hmm. outside of Miguel Cabrera. They don't have much on the contrary, you know, much as far as salary it goes. His contract is coming up to being done. Um, You know, Tigers aren't signing him, or Tigers wouldn't sign him because they're going for it in 2022. It's more, you know, we get Eduardo Rodriguez, we get Carlos Correa, maybe we get another guy that we talk about here later on, and we start building, you know, we start building. We get up Torkelson, we get up Green, you know, we get a full year of, you know, Mining, Manning, Scooble, um, and we're kind of, you know, laying the groundwork to where we can spend a little bit more in 2023. And now we're now we're playing ball. Um, and obviously, shortstop is a huge need for the Tigers, and there are literally a handful of of very good um, shortstops that are available now. So if you you know if you don't get one this year, you know I don't know exactly what's going to be there next year. So Carlos Correa, um, obvious fit. I do have concerns about the contract it's probably going to be something he's probably looking neighborhood of, you know, 10 years, 300 and some million dollars. And yep. that's a huge contract and correct me if I'm wrong, but to the best of my knowledge, nobody that has signed a contract of that size has turned around and won um, a world series ring. So um, it doesn't necessarily typically work out as far as titles are concerned, but I mean, that's the price you pay to compete, you know, in, in baseball. So, Carlos Correa, pick 1 1. I'll let Next you guys one.
0: decide who goes 1
1: 2. Jason, take it. Oh, all right. Well, the good thing about the Cubs is they got a million holes in the lineup and they got a ton of money to spend. So. They got a
0: bunch of former Cubs that are free agents. And
1: let's see if, yeah, but let's see how uh, willing they are to start pointing up some of this money. Because I think, I could be wrong, but I think right now on the books, they have, all, I mean, the real, we're talking about like Mar- Miami Marlins money here. I think we got like $50 million on the books for 2022 right now. Um, which you know, from Cubs standpoint, that's like you should be pennies to them. But I don't know what their what their plan is going uh, for, forward. But uh, they need to start spending some of this money because remember <laughs> there is a floor uh, for the salary cap. So and I'm just think should big.
2: Never be anywhere near the floor. That's
1: what I'm saying, I mean, right? I mean, this is like one of the biggest teams' markets. Neither in the country. of
2: the three of us should <laughs> ever have a team that is talking about the floor. Like we're not right. the Pirates. We're not the. I mean, Bar- we're not my yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, so, so I'm gonna anyway. think
1: big here. I'm gonna think big here. I'm gonna say go out on a limb here. I would love to see them bringing someone like a Freddie Freeman. Um, probably wouldn't happen just because I don't think Freddie Freeman would come here. But hey, this is a this is a perfect draft. This is a you know fake draft. And I'm gonna go out on a limb and say if I'm a, I'm a Cubs head uh, office uh, front office, I'm gonna go with uh, Freddie Freeman.
2: Yeah, I mean, as long as you think that they're going to be competing 2022 or 2023, it's similar to the Tigers, right? Where the Tigers right. wouldn't sign Carlos Correa because they're going 2022, it's they're 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 building up and and they're ramping up to to compete shortly. Um, yeah. And Freddie Freeman is as good of a hitter as there is in baseball. So I mean,
1: I mean, I think Detroit's a little bit closer to competing than the Cubs are at this point, uh, but I can hope
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> but again,
1: this is uh you know I took I took it a little bit out of the box and it goes quite as realistic. But hey, it's not out of realistic. So
2: no, I mean, there's almost no way he doesn't go to the Braves, um, right? But yeah, I mean, got,
0: gotcha. What do you got there, Nick? Red Sox. All right. So these these next two picks are probably going to be the coolest players to ever wear a Red Sox uniform. One, we have Marcus Stroman. Yeah, and that he, makes sense. He fits in. He's the he's a little bit better than Erod is, so fits that hole that's now in our ro- ro- rotation. he won't break the bank. He'd just be cool as hell. Yeah,
2: yeah. I like. I'm a Stroman fan.
0: My only thing is I feel like him and David Price are close. And David Price did not like his time in Boston. (laughs) So, I don't know if that would matter. But money talks. Yeah, money talks, man. Roman is number one. And then number two, which I didn't even have this guy on my list until I actually saw a report today, Javi Baez. Throw throw him at second base. And, like, I guess there's a chance. Does he want to play
2: second base, though?
0: I don't give a fuck. Well, I know
2: you guys before, before but, but Javi Baez gives a fuck. Like, is I'm he right. really gonna? Uh, I mean, I mean, it'd be a great signing. Um, oh yeah, it'd be fucking sick. I mean, you know, but I don't know that he would prefer that over playing shortstop for a contender. Like, he could go sign with the Yankees. Play. No, no offense, but you know, could play shortstop and further in be on a contender. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, <laughs> the Red it, are a contender. No, I know, but. No, I yeah. just I just feel like he's gonna say I'm gonna lead defender. I want to play I want to play shortstop. I yeah. mean maybe yeah, I
0: mean it's not crazy, but I, I just feel like it's just hopeful because yeah. him and Strowman that would be the coolest press conference ever because so, they just have so much sweat. So it's been
2: determined that I'm the only one who's gonna keep it reasonable. Okay, got it. These
0: are reasonable. Javi Baez has been reported by like John Heyman.
2: I would be surprised if he signed in Boston to play second base. I would also be surprised. But I wouldn't be shocked. I would just be like, Oh, that's
0: yeah. interesting. Back to Jason.
1: All right. And this one, maybe I'm not surprised, surprise, but I'm gonna go with Chris Bryant.
0: <laughs> gotta gotta get him
1: back here. There's
0: Probably
2: no won't happen. There's, there's no way, yeah. right though.
1: I don't think so. Now the score now the Scott Boris client, um I mean we've seen like I said, the Cubs, I don't know what their direction is right now and it's kind of <laughs> making me sad thinking about it because <laughs> This team is literally a triple-A team right now. I mean, you're talking about your best pitcher right now is Kyle Hendricks and Wade Miley. Like, what's going on here? I mean, our whole hitting lineup, there's not even, you know, there's nobody on the team. It's a triple-A team. I don't know what's going on here. And the guys are spending some money. I don't know where they're going to spend it, but that's to be determined. So why not Chris Bryant? But again, I don't think it'll happen because he's going to want probably 25 mil a year at least. I don't know if he's worth that much, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. But of of the core that got traded away. He's who I want back just because of the versatility that he brings.
0: Mm. Fair. Yeah,
2: no, I get it. I get it. So I think the the second one for me is not just realistic, but it also is maybe kind of obvious. And and that's Justin Verlander. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, Verlander, I mean, it's been talked about when the Tigers literally when the Tigers traded him, it was talked about, you know When's what it would be good? perfect? What would be perfect is this this is, you know, the absolute kick of the rebuild. It's going to be a few years before his contract is up. The timing of it would probably work out to where he can go and win a ring or two. And then he can come home to finish his career when the Tigers are kind of ramping things back up. And that's exactly what has happened. He is a free agent. Um, The Tigers have an absolute need for him. Uh, Well, not, I mean, now that they have, you know, E-Rod, it's not a, a desperate need for a starter, but they definitely have a need for a starter. Right now their fifth starter is Tyler Alexander. Um, so if they get um, Verlander as well, now you're looking at a a, a starting rotation that consists of Mize, Schubel, Manning, Erod, and Verlander. I mean that that's a that's that's a playoff caliber rotation. Um, offense is still lacking a little bit. I doubt that we see Torkelson, you know, and Green right off the bat. You'll see him at some point during the season. Maybe Dingler even makes it up towards the end of the season. So that that's a really good you know push to it's it's a possible playoff team at that point, um, depending on how things fall. But, um, he, he would be a guy that you probably get, you know, two years out of, maybe you get three years out of him still. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, he's a guy that'll be there for you. Um, the next one's a little bit hard. Um, I will give you two names. Um, and what I will say is if we don't get Verlander, which is possible, I've heard him, you know, rumored a lot of ways. I I wouldn't mind seeing John Gray come to Detroit again. Same kind of situation. A little bit more of a long-term solution um, than than Verlander, but I I think everyone would rather have Verlander. Um, So if we don't get Verlander, John Gray has been a name that I've heard a lot of. Um, That was prior to Rodriguez, though. Um, A lot of people have talked about uh, Max Scherzer, but that's not going to happen. There's no way they sign him. Um, I don't think he would come back to Detroit. Um, I mean, he turned down an extension from from Detroit, so I'd be shocked if he came back. So a more reasonable name and a guy that would be a pretty good fit for us um, because we do need offensive help. I mean, even if we don't sign another pitcher, our rotation is still pretty good. And, you know, whether we get Correa or not, um, I think Michael Conforto would be a really nice fit there. Um, he's a guy that I think is a little bit more valuable than, you know, maybe what his current you know market value is we we have a a, a need in the outfield for sure um obviously we have you know like i said need for a bat as well so um i think michael conforto would be my third pick
1: all right well my last pick i know if the cubs are going to spend money it's definitely going to be on the starting rotation because like i said we have right right now we have kyle Hendricks and wide wade miley as our uh two penciled in starters, which let me tell you, that's something to get excited about right there. But um, I think if they're going to spend money, it's going to be the starting rotation. And if all of the pitchers that are still available, I wanted Strowman. Unfortunately, Nick took that earlier in the rounds. Um, I would like someone like uh, Kevin Gossman, because they're going have to have somebody come in, eat innings, uh, you know, get people in the seats. You know what I mean? This is a Cubs team that's, again, struggling with uh, identity at this point. So you got to get people in the seats, got to sell jerseys. Um, Stroman would be a perfect fit for that. I think he brings that type of personality that the team would need to get, you know, attendance and sales and stuff like that. But I'll, aside from that, I would also love Carlos Rodon, but he's obviously not going to jump t- uh, sides of town unless the money talks. Um, even then I'm not sure, but so I'm going to go with Kevin Gossman.
2: Yeah. Rodon is the guy I would love to see in Detroit as well. Um, that would have been before we got, you know, Rodriguez, I mean, I haven't heard his name to Detroit. I brought up, you know, Gray because I have heard that rumor a lot. I've never heard yep. Rodon, but he's he's got more upside than, than those other guys. Um, he's also got, you know, a lot lower floors we've seen as well. So I don't know if, you know, this season before the injury was the outlier or if we finally have seen what Carlos Rodon can do when he is, you know, healthy and in the right mindset because – I mean, when he came out and he was drafted, I thought that he was already, you know, just instantly one of the one of the top, what, you know, 30 pitchers in baseball. And it, it took a while to, to reach that point. But um, someone's either going to get an absolute steal with Rodon mm-hmm. or they're going to just piss away a bunch of money. And I think it's more likely that they get a steal. I agree.
1: And you know, we brought it up last week, too, with Nick brought up, you know, It's going to be kind of interesting because the CBA is expiring too. So I don't know what's going to happen with, uh, you know, some teams have already started to spend the money.
0: I was surprised we've seen so many signings already. Because I think I would rather get ahead of the
2: the, the curve personally. So, I mean, I would. But you also could see other players who might have thoughts in mind of what that CBA might look like and say, you know what, I'm not going to sign until we see what happens. I've heard rumors that that's that's the Correa situation. Correa Mm -hmm. will not be signing. until, and yeah, anytime soon,
0: yeah. All right. Time Another break. perfect
1: draft complete. That was good.
0: <laughs> me, isn't it? I I only have two. Yeah, you Wasn't got one deep. left, Also, oh, Jason. What the fuck, bro. <laughs> I thought it was reversed the other way.
2: They can get man.
0: Yeah.
2: Tell me you're resigning Schwarber. <laughs> <laughs> or since you need rotation help. Um, my boy Dan here, who I actually made a trade with here within the last hour. Um, he he wants Mad Max to go to the Angels and join uh guard. And it and Lord knows that's what the Angels need is some pitching. Um, you know, you give, going,
0: I am going with Schwarber. Good, good, good. Dude, I don't know if you guys fully understand how much Boston <laughs> loves Kyle Schwarber. It
2: makes sense though, like you th- I he sounds like he – just, he just feels like a Red Sox. Like he have, really you
0: heard, heard, have you heard uh, about this Kyle from Waltham stuff? No. Jason May, no. So, Karabas started this whole thing that Kyle Schwabers from this town of Waltham in Massachusetts. And he's not. But, like, right. they named, like, a park after the guy, like, in just, like, three months. It's just like – it's it's Kyle from Waltham. It's Kyle from – they. he was wearing a Waltham High T-shirt. Like, <laughs> after the game. it was just crazy. So, I'm all in on Schwarber. He's so much fun. He's a big dough boy. He's he like, plays like,
1: well in that park too, man. That short really right field.
0: Mike Napoli. And, that, and yeah, Mike Napoli yeah, yeah. did very well here. <laughs> like, we love him. We love just like the big burly man. I mean –
2: who, who doesn't love a big burly man? You know? <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell you, man. I mean, and we saw this last year <laughs> when when Schwarber is hot, he is hot, as good bro. of a hitter as anybody in baseball. When mm-hmm. he is cold, and Jason knows this is just Jason knows this better than any of us. When he yep. is cold, it's 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 a big old whatever. But man, when that dude is hot, man, it, 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 he it's is hot. he is an elite bat.
1: You definitely get your ups and downs with Schwarber. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, for sure. All right. I, I tend to make things run a little long here, but that's okay. Um, let's get into um our dynasty deep dive here. And I'll be fast on these ones, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but we, we did the same thing as before, just not on air, where we did it um we did a little random number of guests here and we came up with um a Nolan Ryan baseball, and so we had to, to do a, a podcast vote between the Rangers and, and Astros, and we we went ahead and picked the Astros, so let's go ahead and start with pitching, because God knows we love our pitchers around here. Mm-hmm. Um, since I'm already running my mouth, I guess I can go first, and like I said before, um, and I'll reiterate since I've been gone for like six months, um, I like to go a little bit off the radar, just to kind of, you know, you know, give either players in deeper leagues or, you know, just a little bit something, you know, off the page um, when I can. And for the Astros, that was easy for me when it came to pitcher. Um, I I, I like Josh James. And I think that that would be a guy that I would recommend depending on your league and league size that, um, that you may look into Um, kind of a name. That's been forgotten about by a lot of people. Um, But after the 2018 season, You know, he was one of the hottest young pitching names um, being talked about in Dynasty, you know, during that offseason. Had a pretty short but very impressive stint uh, at the end of 2018. 23 innings pitched, struck out 29 guys, uh, only walked seven, came in with an ERA a little bit over two. Uh, 2019, uh, definitely not as nice. Had absolute elite K numbers, Uh, fanned 100 guys in just a little over 61 innings. But it uh, was the start of, you know, what had been, you know, some injury-plagued uh, years here, heading all the way through through this year. He still never really was able to maintain health. But heading into 2022, uh, James is just 28 years old. So for a pitcher, that is, you know, absolutely right, hitting his prime. Unfortunately, though, for him, you know, Astro's starting rotation is pretty stacked. So you know, he he's likely to make an impact in the bullpen if he's going to make an impact. With those K numbers, um, with his upside, he easily could slide into a setup role pretty easily, and provide you, you know, with really good counting stats uh, out of the pen. And especially, you know, well, definitely if you're in a league that you know has holds, he, he definitely is a guy that you know you may want to look at targeting. Um, could give you some good ratios. Will definitely give you elite K uh, K rate, um, but that's likely his ceiling for 2022. But, you know, it's not a pipe dream that he could come in and be an elite setup guy. I think that that's entirely possible. Mm -hmm. The pipe dream scenario would come into beyond 2022 where, you know, things fall however they are, whether it's injuries, whether it's his performance, whatever the case may be. In 2023, he gets a shot back in the rotation where he could turn into a fantasy stud just because he has the stuff. I just don't know that, you know, he would remain healthy. Uh, enough for that to happen, and to be honest, the opportunities might not present himself. But that's a lot of upside, potentially, for a guy that I feel like you can get pretty cheap in Dynasty Leagues right now.
0: Good pick.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll follow that up with someone that's actually almost in that same exact boat, and that's uh, Christian Javier. Um, you know, he was a popular name here at the beginning of the season as a potential sleeper pick after a, a great 2020. Um He followed that up again in 2021 with another great season. Uh He finished with just over 100 innings pitched. Most of that was as a reliever because, as Dave said earlier, the, the Astros right now, their rotation, they got a ton of these young, high K-rate guys, you know, Josh James, Christian Javier, Framber Valdez. They'll kind of fit that same mold. And where they're going to fit in their rotation is you know, still to be determined. But, um, you know, we saw Javier, you know, his K rate improved by almost 5% from 2020 to 2021. Uh, both his K rate and Wiffer rate um, rank in the top 20% of the league. Both have also saw significant increases from 2020 to 2021. He also raised his chase percentage in 2021. So, I mean, if he can, like like you said, with like they said with uh, Josh James, if he can win a rotation spot in 2022 or and then even beyond that, um, he's someone that I think that can, you know, contribute. <sighs> High K rates, good ratios. Uh, you know, He's on a decent uh, team that's going to get you wins. Still only 24 years old. So, you know, he could even improve as, as he gets older as a starter. So uh, I'd be looking to buy him now while you can.
0: Good one, Jace. Who would you say the ace is of the Astro staff? Not just
2: the Verlander, bitches. Come to Detroit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it McCullough's?
1: Yeah, now, yeah, I think because I think Grinke is a free agent, and
0: Grinke was also awesome trash, So let's, so let's slow our roll. Yeah, I mean,
2: I would, I would say if I had, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of one of those where they, they got a
0: bunch of threes or a bunch of twos.
2: Well, the, yeah, I mean, yeah. they've got five really good starting pitchers, but not an ace. I mean, McCullers, yep. Valdez, Garcia, uh, yeah. Yerquidy, uh Javier. None of them are aces, it's but they're
0: all, all the they're same all good. Yeah. yeah, a little bit.
1: So, it's like that Spider- Spider-Man name <coughs> where it's like same yes, names. They're all
0: just the same guys except for yeah. because he's right. like a chubby like Dominican guy. So my guy is Lance McCullers. Nice. I'm going to throw out some stats for you guys that are going to be jarring for you. All right? Hold all right. I'm ready. I'm sitting down. The most <laughs> important stat for pitchers, 13 wins. That was – no, that's what if that's I play in the league man. as quality starts. Oh, do you want to know how many quality starts he had? Sure. 36. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I was like, what? <laughs> no. But if I told you who was my favorite wrestler in the 90s, Stone oh. Cold Steve Austin. Oh. Okay. Do we know what his like catchphrase was? Stone Cold Steve Austin. What numbers come after his name?
1: 316.
0: 316 is my man Lance McCullers ERA. Oh, God. 185, you, you, this sounds
2: like – listen, what this sounds like now is this sounds like you're – I don't want to I, – I, I was going to say something that we got to cancel here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you after the air what I was going to say, and then I'm like, you know what, I better be careful. What you sound like is someone who doesn't follow college basketball, and they're filling out their bracket, and they're like, oh, okay – the Kansas, uh, the Kansas Jayhawks, or Stephen F. U- or USA, uh, yeah. the USC
0: Trojans.
2: Well, I don't like condoms, so I'm gonna pick the the Kansas Jayhawks.
0: Well, that's, Jayhawks kind of But also, he's got a good five, five pitch mix. This is mostly just because I thought our story, our show started late.
2: Not a good pick. He's still
1: young.
0: Yeah, no, he's... it's fine. He's been good. He's always, he's just like relatively consistent other than his injuries. But yeah, if he yeah, stays healthy, year. he's he's a great pitcher. Yeah.
2: Well, we and say that, that about every goddamn pitcher, though, don't we? Yeah. Basically, <laughs> well, if yeah. he's healthy, like, he if healthy, he's good. Yeah. So, so is everybody else, we should just stop doing pitchers. No, let's, never. Let's get the hitters. Let's get the hitters. Nick, why don't you go ahead and, and get us going with the hitters?
0: All right. My guy, Ted Williams, 2.0.
2: Kyle, Kyle Tucker.
0: T- <laughs> I love Kyle Tucker. I love Kyle Tucker. I got I Kyle made... Tucker.
2: As a matter of fact, here's how much I love Kyle Tucker.
0: I made a Kyle Tucker mistake like four years ago, and I just got rid of him after like a startup draft. I shouldn't.
1: Uh, we've all been there, though. You trade those you know, prospects. Who a bat. I thought it was going to be a ball.
0: Yeah, that's sick. Where did you get that? Oh, he cannot hear us. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Dave. Oh, this is backwards. <laughs> where did where where did you get that?
2: I got it from your mom for Christmas. Um, we were just talking about
1: how we were impressed that it was a bat and not a ball.
2: Oh, I've got um I don't know. I probably have I don't know, five or six Kyle Tucker balls up there too. But oh, I nice. think the bat's cool because the bat, if you can can you tell it's orange. It's not oh, a, cool. it's not a black. It does kind of come
1: off as like, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah see, that's there's cool. that's, that's black yeah it's a game model bat so it's that's literally the kind of bat that he uses you know in the game sure. so yeah that that's a super cool that's one of my cooler bats
0: well my guy Kyle Tucker batted a cool 293 30 homers 92 rbis this is if he I mean he went past his eligibility for the rookie of the year last year but that's rookie of the year not like he he would have beat a rosa I don't think he even Oh, I
2: got... You want it in
0: a Rosarena bat,
2: too? Wait, you have a Rosarena bat, too? You want, you want me to grab it or no? Is
0: it is it cool or no?
2: Well, the the ball's cooler. You want to see the ball? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I got a cooler ball. Give me one second. All
0: right, I'm just going to keep talking while he gets that. He stole 12 bags, which is not important to me, but some people like stolen bases, so that's cool. And if you go to his baseball savant page, it's fucking right out the ass. All right. it's it's a World Series ball. Oh, that is cool. That's so, cool.
2: Yeah, I had to get that after that World Series he had. The bat mm-hmm. is the bat's fairly generic. It's just a it's just a a blonde Louisville good, yeah. slugger. But yeah, the ball, I love that World Series ball. Like that's a little extra juice because, I you know, uh, that's where a lot of people remember him from is that that breakout in the you know the playoffs in the World Series.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <sighs> All right. Well, I'll follow that up, and I will go with another uh, young budding hitter for the uh, Astros, and that's Jordan Alvarez, their DH.
2: I got a Jordan Alvarez bat. You want to see it?
1: I'm pretty sure <laughs> I, I, any guy we read, I was like, oh, I got that. I got that. <laughs> it doesn't, I'm not shocked by the amount of balls you have behind your head. I'm so.
2: curious about what kind of Jordan bat. Oh, dude, it's a super sweet Jordan bat, too. Get
0: it. Get it, Dave. Talk. Get it. I'll, bring back.
1: I'll talk while you get the bat. I mean, this guy, you know, former AL Rookie of the Year in 2019, and when he hit 27 home home runs in only 87 games, um, you know, he had a little bit of trouble staying healthy in 2020, but um he's back healthy in 2021 and he hasn't even missed a beat. And in 2021, he slashed 277, 346, 531, has this mean autograph as shown here by Dave on screen. Yeah, That's actually a the, very nice autograph.
2: Yeah, rookie of the year bat. This again is silver model bat. Um, the silver the, ooh, the, sharpie. The, the handle is silver, yeah, the handle is silver. This is orange like the Tucker bat. Um yeah, it's got uh, that that's a super sweet bat. This is, again, yeah, that's really another nice. Another one of the super cool ones.
1: Yeah, and then he slashed, uh, you know, 33 home runs with 104 RBIs. And if you even look at his advanced stats, you know, like just like uh, Nick, said, you go to the Savant page, it's just flooded with red. He ranks in the top 5% talent, velo average, velo hard hit rate, x-slugging, x-iso, barrels. Should I continue? <laughs> um, I mean, he's yeah, only I, still only 20, <laughs> he's only 24 you. years old still. I mean, this, right now is, you know, stock is through the roof. Cause the dude's just a stud and he's young, but if you can somehow buy Jordan right now in dynasty, do it. I mean, he's, he's a stud and will continue yeah. to be a stud.
2: Yeah. He's, he's top 20 for me in dynasty. Um, I currently, I mean, my, my last rankings are from August, but he's 16th in those rankings. Um, I mean sandwich between uh, uh Yeah, I mean if you're looking Robert to like flip like uh and Freeman just ahead of Wander Franco. Um so yeah, I mean I'm super high on Yordan for sure. It's kind of funny. I don't plan this out with the balls and the bats. I just happen to have everyone that yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. You just happen to have everybody. everybody. Um, yeah. <laughs> as a matter of fact, my hitter, I've got a futures game ball up there of um which I'm sure you don't want me to grab, but I've got a uh, Alex Bregman futures game ball up there. So before he was, you know, th- you know, the, the guy, uh, even though he hasn't been the guy for a little while, um, I, Alex Bregman, the, the reason I brought, I wanted to bring him up. Um, Cause you have a lot of choices here when it comes to hitters on the Astros. Um, yeah. He's just, he's one of my favorite by low guys, um, you know, for this off season. And this was absolutely not planned, but um I actually had wrote this up and decided I was going to talk about him before I made a trade for him today in a dynasty league. Does, does anyone want to hear what I traded for Alex Bregman in a dynasty league? I do. I do actually. So um, like I said, one of the guys that, you know, I think is is one of the better buy little candidates. Um, and I think I got a steal of a deal. Jason, this is gonna hurt your heart just a little bit because <laughs> I did give up a guy that that I know that you love. I gave up a guy um that that I like off of the Tigers. And then I gave up a guy that I think a dynasty is undervalued, but I mean for, for what I for what I get for Bregman, I mean it was a no-brainer for me. Um so worst piece I gave up, I gave up Spencer Strider. Um, the the prospect for um uh, the the Braves, I think he's got a decent ceiling, but you know who, who knows what you're gonna get out of him. I yeah. gave up Mike. I gave up Michael Fulmer, um, who unfortunately is you know a bullpen piece now. But uh, I did write an article for Prospects fifteen hundred what like three or four years ago where I totally called Michael Fulmer moving to the bullpen and, and being the the closer for the Tigers. So I can hang my head on that one a little bit. And then Jason I gave up Brendan Davis. Mm. I got Brendan Davis this week. <coughs> yeah, see, there you go. I don't think that's bad for Alex Bregman.
1: No, not at all. I mean I'd, I mean, I'd easily do that deal.
2: Yeah, Brendan Davis and Bregman. I mean, they're comparable in my in my I will say, yeah. I mean, they're not, I mean, again, this is from August, but if I look back here, um Bregman is thirtieth. And Brennan Davis is – I
1: feel like, you know, you hope – what you hope is that Brennan Davis can be the bat that Bregman is. You know what I mean? Like, there's no guarantee that he comes up, and Bregman's that kind of proven commodity and plays – you know, outfield's a – you know, it's a bit of a deeper position than third base. Third base dries up really fast um, right now in in fantasy baseball. So I I do that deal in a heartbeat.
2: My guy Drew here wants to talk about our Spencil Torkelson trade that I made. Um, God, I don't even know when I made that. What, was that Friday Was that for? 30 maybe? Rock? It was I 30 mean, Rock, yep.
1: Can we just take a quick minute and just – I mean, 30 Rock is just insane with the trades. It's yeah, like the trades I, open, I, and there's 300 trades in a day. And,
2: and I definitely started the last run of trades. I made I made a handful of trades here. Let me see exactly what I gave up for Torkelson here. Um Oh boy! Yeah, you said
1: so, something, and I went and looked, and I'm like, my God, there was probably at least ten trades in the first day that trading opened. Yeah.
2: Yep. Okay. So, I, I, I yeah, okay. So I gave up some guys that I like, and I gave up a ton of picks to 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 Drew here. Um, I gave up. We know my love of PCA. I've talked about him numerous times here. Um, gave up PCA, but I, I'm 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 literally that's a win now team in, in thirty yeah. for me. So as much as I love PCA,
1: PCA is only nineteen.
2: I'm happy to get rid of him. Um, I gave up six though, a guy that if you remember, I believe I, yep. I got I got at a pretty good price, and I gave up three future first round picks.
1: Yeah, didn't you flip six though the same day? Like you got six and then flipped them for Torkelson.
2: I, I I may I may have. Um, I made a lot of, I made a lot of trades that day. Um, let me go back to my team here. And- I,
1: yeah, I went, you said you had texted me. You're like, I'm, I think you sent me a flurry on my trades. I'm like, I actually did. And I went and looked and I was like, oh, actually there was well, a lot yep. of trades today.
2: Yep. So the day started off. Um, I gave up another guy that I love. I guess I love all the guys that I own. Right. But, uh, I gave up Julio Urias. Um, I got Sixto, Gabriel Moreno, Matt Manning, and a first round pick. And then I made a trade with Nick. Um I forgot about this. I oh, gave yeah. him I nice? gave him I gave him JD Davis. Um he needed Oh yeah, I saw that. Um I had made a trade um I had gotten a third baseman earlier actually. That wasn't even the first trade I made. Anyways, I had made a trade I needed some outfield help. Um two guys that had outfield eligibility were Patrick Wisdom and John Birdie. I got those guys the guy that I made that trade with let me know that Nick was possibly interested in in one or both of those guys because he needed a third baseman. So we kind of tried to do a three way trade, didn't really work out. It didn't so after the fact I knew that I was gonna reach out to Nick and offer, you know, one of my third basemen. He he liked JD Davis. I needed a pitching. I got back uh Cal Quantrill and picked two ten, so basically pick forty. And then I made that Torkelson deal and uh yeah so so that was that but anyways alex bregman is what we were talking about um (laughs) but uh yeah bregman love him like i said by low um you know mvp caliber season 2019 and then we had the 2020 season we had you know this last year where you know i i feel like i feel like he was hurt um you know he just had wrist surgery so we'll see exactly what happens when he comes back next year still a great lineup, you know, in Houston. He's still going to be batting right in the middle of it. That team, the only hole I had on offense was third base. Uh that that is a stacked team that I have. Um mm-hmm. I was going I had um I currently had uh I had Gavin Biggio as my third baseman with Gio Urshela is like my backup and so I was looking to upgrade that position and I think Bregman does that. Um I agree. So we'll see. I don't think I gave up more than than I I could afford for a, for a not. I mean, basically a win now team. You know, I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. that I'll win a title in 2022, but I'm going to be close. And you know, it's more of a I'm I'm playing for you know 2023, 2024, 2025 kind of stuff. <clears throat> so let's see. Do we have Nick? Are you up for your hitter? No. You prospects.
1: We're on the prospects now.
2: So on the prospects. All right, well, I'll go first. Um, I don't like pitching prospects, um, but I also really don't like the Astros um farm system. And so I kinda again, like I said, with Josh James, I like to go a little bit off the page with my guys. Um, so I wanted to pick the what I felt was the lowest rated Astros prospect that I liked. And I didn't have to go too far down um to get to Alex Santos. I don't know he was, uh, Well, is. you should. I'm going to give you a little bit of knowledge. So take, take some notes here. Um, 72nd overall pick in the 2020 draft. Uh, prep arm out of uh, New York City. Uh, absolute prototypical Astros type pitching prospect. Um, you know, they're, they're very into advanced metrics. And one of their big things is spin rate. And, and that's kind of where Santos stands out, specifically with his fastball, with his curveball as well. Um, got a real nice four seamer. sits low nineties. Um, can pump that up to ninety eight if he wants to. Uh, best pitch though uh, is that curveball, his off speed pitch. Um, he throws that thing in the high seventies. Great shape on it. Um, just a devastating, you know, strikeout pitch. Um, definitely a really nice two pitch uh, mix that he has there, which is going to be good enough to dominate the low minors. But once we get him up to Double A get him up to triple A, get him up to the big league level, you know, just having a, a good fastball and a really good curveball is only going to get you so far. Um, does have a changeup that he throws uh, doesn't throw it very often, but again, at the low levels, it hasn't been necessary. I'm hoping 2022, I don't really care what his numbers look like so much is I want him to define that pitch and, you know, get a good feel for it because, if and when he gets up to the big league level, it's going to be crucial if he's going to be a starter that he has more than just that fastball and curveball combination. He's going to need at bare minimum, you know, that that change up to to be successful, you know, at the highest level. Um, probably the most exciting thing for me, you know, for him being a prospect is that he's got a very clean, very repeatable delivery uh, leads to pretty decent command. Um, I mean, his walk rates are a little bit high. But they're not too concerning. Um, but that delivery should give him every opportunity to be a starter. Um, I feel like he's got a minimal chance compared to other pitching prospects of having to worry about, you know, hurting his arm, getting Tommy John, because he does have a very easy delivery and he can still pump out the gas. So um he would be the kind of guy that I would have a little less worry about, you know, getting one of those almost guaranteed arm injuries these days.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow that up with, um, I'm, you know, let's put it this way. The Astros, um, like like Dave said, the hitters are pretty bad in that system. Um, there's a few outliers, but not very good ones. But I, I one of the guys that I think could become something and something kind of soon is uh, Jeremy Pena. Uh, he plays middle infield, mostly shortstop. He was uh, the Astros' third-round pick in the 2018 draft, mostly drafted for his defense as he's a plus-plus defender. Um, uh, it probably was the top college vendor in that 2018 class, you know, he went to the highly touted, uh, Maine university, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the defense would have got him drafted. Um, it's good enough to probably stay at shortstop and you know, what do you know? We're talking about Carlos Correa leaving. So the Astros are basically have a hole at shortstop right now. I mean, they could sign somebody, but we'll see. Um, they did get him up in the triple a, uh, in 2021, he only saw 30 games at triple a this year, but, uh, he at, at AAA he slashed a 287, 346, 598. Had a wOBA 387 and a weighted to runs to created plus a 126 at AAA. So I mean that kind of shows you got a little bit of a little bit of some uh, pop. Not ba- not pop, but um, you know, he could probably, you know, it's it's a bat that could play at the major league level. It's not going to hit for a ton of power. Um, he could probably hit somewhere in the range of like 15, maybe 20 on a good year. Um, going to have a decent average. Uh, and he probably projects more as a top of the order bat. You know, if you can if he can get that that average and that OBP where it's at right now, I can see him hitting, you know, two if he's lucky again, I wouldn't not super over the moon for him, but you know, it's a system that way to go through. So
2: yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's not what it's it once was, but I mean, right for a team that has had the success that the Astros, have had, <laughs> right. Um, you can't imagine me, the system. Yeah. Give me a shitty farm system all day long.
0: Yep. All right. My guy is somebody that was on top of this farm system <coughs> probably – hold on. Wait one second. I should, I should.
2: Three years ago, for
0: 2019? <laughs> 2020. As far as 2020, he was a top prospect in this system. And he's currently, according to MLB.com, number five. And that is Forrest Whitley, who is someone I think – people forgot about how good he actually really is. Well, how good he really was. Was okay. I mean, th-
2: there were a lot of questions about him before he got hurt. Anyways, um, he, he he had been pretty disappointing. He he had never really lived up to the hype. To
0: be fair. Um, yes, I agree.
2: But very it highly rated that.
0: prospect. He's six seven. He can figure it out. I think worst case scenario, he's a he's an elite bull bullpen arm. But still, that's an elite bullpen arm. He has the stuff. I think the, I think the Tommy John's going to – this is going to be a case where people are going to be like, oh, like it might be – like just pitching differently might help him. Like have a different approach. Having like – you don't need to throw 99 every time. You can pitch instead of throwing hard. And I think he was too busy focusing on throwing hard because he could, if that makes sense. Yeah. So – I'm hopeful for, for Whitley, I think – so, what year is it now? 20 – so, he probably won't be able to pitch this coming year, right?
1: Maybe at the end of the season. Like, I think you got Tommy John at the beginning of this year, right? Beginning yeah, so of 2021. He, yeah.
2: so. But he's going to have to ramp up. Yeah, you probably yeah. don't see him at the but big. he's big a level, 2023 so. guy. Yeah, you yeah. hope that he gets, what, five to ten starts in the minors this year? Yeah. So he throws maybe what? He throw him in the bullpen in October. So, yeah. So it. maybe he gets 30, 35 innings or something probably what you're looking at this year.
0: Yeah. So he's just someone that I would definitely, because his stocks at an all time low. What do you oh, yeah. Big, yeah, big time buy low. I've like I've had people in, in 30 Rock message me trying to get him. I'm getting fucking bullshit offers, but that's fine. Well, but yeah, I'm just because he's at the moment. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I'd rather just hold on. Like, him not working out is worth the gamble over like a fifth. You oh yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: No, I, I mean, if, if I owned Whitley, I would not consider anything less than a first in that league. Even, even then I, yeah, even then I probably would hold on. It depends yeah. on, of course it depends We're all three of us have different teams in 30 rock. Jason yeah. is, Jason is, is very much in rebuild mode. Um, So Jason, if he owns Forrest Whitley, there there's not a lot you're gonna there's probably nothing that somebody would trade that would make sense for right. Jason. Jason would need you to give him like Nick Lodolo. Well, if you had Nick mm-hmm. Ladolo why the fuck would you want Forrest Whitley? Right. Then you got Nick's team, who is a little bit more on the rebuild side, but it's 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 close. It's gonna be it's gonna <laughs> it's be a competitive team. Yeah, he's gonna have a competitive team. It's just probably not gonna be enough as it sits today to you know, to break into the top five. I mean, it could be a top 10 team, yeah. um, but, but he doesn't have a, 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 winning team at the moment. Probably. Then he got my team, which is very much win now. Um, you know, probably a top 10 team uh, need some things to go right, to get up into the top three, but possible. Um, so it kind of depends on, you know, who you have, uh, what kind of team you have as, you know, compared to what you would do for, for Whitley. So, so so, Nick may be in a situation where if he can get the right offer, maybe dumping him off would be good. But, as yeah. you said, he's not getting the kind of offer that it would make sense for. Jason, to would be crazy for Jason to trade him. Uh, right. If I owned him, I probably would want to get rid of him because he's not going to do a damn thing for me for at least a year, maybe two. So, mm-hmm. if, I could, if I could get... Even if I could get like a seawall for him, you know, just a really solid reliever, that may make sense for me. Um, yeah. So yeah, it kind of depends. So to wrap it up here, real quick, boys, we got two options. Number one, we can privately, behind the scenes, figure out our team for next week. We'll do it the same way we have been doing it, but off camera. Or we can do the raffle real quick here. You can give me some numbers. I can pull a ball off. We can pick our team right now. Let's we'll do it right now. Let's we'll do it right now, bro. All right. I need a number one to three, Jason. One one, I need a number one through nine, Nick.
1: Two.
2: One, two, I need a number one through nine, Jason. Two. All right, be right back.
0: <laughs> uh for those of you that oh, do not yeah. know, okay. We are having a mock coming up. All right, soon.
2: boys. All right, we got a really good one here. <clears throat> do we want to take any do you want me to give you some hints or want me to just tell you what we got? My
0: laptop's at one so percent. Just tell us what we got.
2: World Series champion, Atlanta Braves. We got a Kyle Wright baseball. Okay. All right. So next week we're gonna go Atlanta Braves. I can do that. Yeah. All right. Well, and then um, wait, real
1: quick, right, real quick, before we go, Nick was talking about it. We do have a uh, first-year player draft mock getting ready to get lined up here. So we will be, um, you know, getting that going, and then once completed, we will be reviewing our mock draft many so teams? Yeah, how many, team. names, how many,
0: many rounds? Uh, I think we're. Do we this? say three or five?
1: It was like three or four. I thought maybe. I'm not sure yet, but I think depends on people we get. I think we already got like ten yeah, guys already. I think so. Lot.
0: I need to figure out how to set so up. So maybe one.
1: three. We'll figure let's, it out.
2: Let's just shoot for. Let's try to go very common. Let's go. Let's try to shoot for twelve teams, five rounds.
1: Perfect. Okay.
2: All right. That, that's that's pretty.
1: Stay common, tuned though. for that. Yep. Stay tuned for that. Big All things
2: right. coming. Maybe Nick. Next week you can get us a list of names.
0: I know I, we've got, I
2: just need to because I know I, I know off top of my head a couple guys, um, that, that have said that they're in. What do we got? Like, uh, they got Eric Cross, I think, uh, yeah, Jesse, got... Jesse Roach. Uh,
1: yeah, they'll be, they'll be got, joining us.
2: We got some names like that that are gonna be part of this, so yeah, yeah, so, it, so stay it'll tuned. Be, it'll be good, and we'll kind of run through. Maybe we'll see if we can get Eric or Jesse or both of them on. And Nick's laptop is dead, he was dead, joking. he wasn't joking. So, all right, Jason, uh, all right, guys, we'll, we'll catch you next week, buddy.
1: Yep. Later.